0: Hi, my name is Jessica Cook and welcome to my podcast. My mission is to empower women over 40 to transform their lives through fitness. I've made this podcast so I can share with you my tips, tools and strategies by using myself and my clients to get you feeling fit and healthy, feeling great in your clothes, with so much energy and positivity back in your life, no matter what your age. Head over to jessicacook.ie and you'll find lots of free stuff To get you started on your journey. Hi, welcome to this latest podcast episode where I want to discuss with you a little bit about mindset and how it may be holding you back. So if you're somewhere comfortable, go and grab yourself a cup of tea and let's have a nice little chat around mindset. Um, Mindset is really important to discuss and talk about and think about. The reasons for that is because our subconscious mind can hold us back when we don't even realize it. So your conscious mind has all these action steps and all these goals and your intentions are there and you really want to achieve your goals. But intentions and action steps and goals can't mask or hide or do anything about a negative inner dialogue a very high negative inner critic, perfectionism, fearing failure, fearing change, all this stuff that's going on in the background that you may not be aware of if we don't tune in from time to time can hold you back. So that's what I want this podcast episode to be about today, identifying where we may need to look at, looking at it, noticing it and coming up with a plan to quieten it and to get rid of it. Carol Dweck talks about growth and fixed mindset as I'm sure you all know about, the growth mindset being the great one, the one that we all want, where you can embrace failure as part of the journey, where you're open to learning, you're willing to learn, and it's okay to fail, to not be good at something. You have this awareness that you can get better, and the fixed mindset being much more about you feel how you were born, and the tools you have now is it. This is it, and the tortoise and the hare is a great example of growth and fixed mindset, the tortoise who I love so much and try to be like, slow, steady, knew he was slow, still embraced the race, won because he took it seriously and just kept going and didn't stop and kept it slow and kept it steady. Um, There's so many different ways um, the mindset, our mindsets can hold us back. I've picked five um, and let's start off with identifying factors that are keeping you away from achieving your goals and your action steps and let's get back on track by noticing what may be keeping us off track. So the first one I want to talk about is being negative. I used to be really prone to being negative. I used to be negative all of the time. I would wake up in the morning time and after that brief few seconds of feeling okay It was doom and gloom from the get-go. I would wake up in the morning and it would take me all day to feel okay. I would be riddled with anxiety and stress and negativity. And I didn't even realize it was me being negative. I just thought I had problems. It wasn't until I went and did actually a a live Tony Robbins event um, when I learned about negativity. and, And, you know, he's big into... 95% 95% of your, of your time being spent on solutions and 5% on your problems. And that was a big, big life-changing moment for me to first off understand that I was a negative person. I mean, having an awareness that you might be quite a negative person is the biggest step you can take towards not being so negative anymore. I didn't realize I was negative but how I viewed things was very negative but at the time I thought this is me in my life and I have these problems and I'm not going to feel okay until all this is fixed so negative Um, negativity can hold you back when when you're when all you're seeing is negative stuff negative things uh, problems challenges and all you see are problems in your way and all you see when you look out to the world is negative stuff. How do you ever expect to achieve any goals? Even break it down into a workout. You start your workout, you're, you're, you're annoyed with yourself because you're tired. Um, you're annoyed with yourself that you don't feel like you're doing well in a workout. When you have that negative thought pattern going on in your head, how are you ever supposed to get the most out of that workout and to feel good? But I find what happens with a lot of people is they feel safety in negativity and some people feel very out of control when they're not negative. There's big safety in not having any expectation on anything. There's big safety in being negative about things. There's a there's a loss of control when you choose not to be negative. A feeling that, I don't know if you've experienced this before, but if you've ever worked towards being more positive, you almost get fearful that something is going to happen bad because you've decided to be more positive. Um, getting out of that, bracing yourself for something bad to happen um, is difficult, but... You can do it. Um, So if you're listening to this now and you think, okay, Jessica, yes, I'm actually looking at it now. I'm quite negative. Um, I can just tell you what has worked for me. And that's saying that affirmation. I actually have it in my bathroom. um, And it's focus 95% of your time on solutions and 5% on your problems. So the next time you notice yourself having a negative thought... Say to yourself, okay, is this true? Why do I feel like this? What can I do about it? And walking around throughout the day, asking yourself what the solution is to something, whether it's a negative thought or a problem, I find has completely, in so many ways, helped change me from being negative in my thinking to positive in my thinking. Around negativity as well, three minutes of negative activity in the morning time can have an impact on your whole day in how you feel. So for example, if you wake up in the morning time and the first thing you do is get on your phone and you're looking at the news and it's all doom and gloom, or maybe you're somebody who compares themselves a lot to other people on social media and the first three minutes of your morning is spent scrolling through your phone looking at other people that can have a huge negative impact on your day. Now, simply by cutting that out first thing in the morning and staying off your phone can be such a big step towards you feeling more positive and better and happier. So ask yourself, are there quick wins that I can have throughout the day that are going to take me from a negative place to a positive place and the first step in having a more positive ni- mindset and moving away from a negative feelings negative thoughts is first off to notice it I'm being negative right now how can I change that how can I look at that a different way what can I do about this how can I fix this and over time with practice you will move from total negativity to feeling more positive about things. The second mindset sign that I want you to look out for is putting yourself down. Listening to that inner critic. Now we all have an inner critic. Some people call it a a loud complainer that is constantly putting you down, telling you you're not good enough, telling you that what you're doing is bad. Um, And for some people it's louder, for other people, it's, it's, it's a more quiet voice, the holy grail, the ideal is to get that negative voice down quiet. Can you imagine if your negative voice was a person standing beside you when you were trying to get something done? An absolute bully and everything you tried to do in the day, it kept saying to you, you're fat, you're ugly, you're stupid. The state of you, you're going to amount to nothing, you're pathetic, you're not good at anything. I mean, you'd get such a shock. And if I told you that my friend had this going on, that she had a a bully in her work and she wasn't able to get anything done and she was crying all the time, you would say to me, oh my God, that poor girl, you must report her. What are you going to do about that? But yet we all have that really nasty bully inside of us. Maybe for you, it's about your appearance. Maybe when you walk by a shop window, you're looking for the reflection to hate on yourself. Maybe when you are in front of a mirror, you're waiting for yourself to see yourself, to call yourself fat and ugly. Maybe with your body, you may be working out now and taking care of yourself, but all you see is fat on your stomach. Maybe when you look in the mirror, all you see is wrinkles. Maybe when you're trying to get work done, all you're thinking about is how bad you are at something. I mean, I can relate to all of that. But putting ourselves down isn't doing anything for us other than holding us back. It's holding you back. It's keeping you away from happiness. It's keeping you away from joy. It's keeping you away from feeling at peace with yourself, from loving your body, from feeling calm. It's holding you back, except sometimes we're so busy. And we're on autopilot so much, we get used to this inner critic at our shoulder and we allow it. And when we do nothing about it, that voice gets louder and louder. So I ask you now if any of this resonates with you. How do you expect to achieve goals if you are telling yourself how bad, ugly, fat, stupid you are on a daily basis? And if that is you, if you have a very loud negative voice, then I really recommend the very first step is to start by allowing yourself to listen to it and see what's being said to you. And only get into that notice area, that that I'm going to notice what I'm telling myself. Don't try to change it or do anything about it, just notice it. And then after a few days, ask yourself, Is that really true? Is there a way I can start to love myself now? How can I move towards self-soothing, self-healing? Do I really believe that I'm stupid or is that something from my past? Do I really believe really deep down that I'm fat and ugly or are there ways that I could? discover that I could look at my body in a way and say, thank you, I love you, you've kept me alive, I'm sorry for hating on you, I love you so much. Why is it that we hate on our bodies so much? We tear it down, we tear ourselves down, and at the same time we have vision boards and goals and action steps that we want to achieve. But running alongside that is this negative inner dialogue. How do we change our negative inner dialogue? The only thing that I've noticed that works for me is to notice that inner dialogue, question it, confront it, challenge it. And then I'm going to give you a couple of other tips that I do around meditation and affirmations and different things like that. But the very first step is to go, okay, Jessica, wow, that's me. My inner critic, my negative voice is huge. Another one to watch out for is fearing failure, being so afraid of being bad and being not good enough that you hold yourself back and it's in those moments that we have things planned like we might want to go for a workout or we might want to go for a walk or or do something new in work or we have a big project and it's back to that whole what we spend 20% of our time time on, we should really be spending 80%, the 20% that we spend our time on is, is really the most valuable. And when we are afraid of failure, we do less, we hold ourselves back, we don't take as much action. And people that have nailed that, and that go ahead, and aren't afraid of failure, and embrace it, and bring fear along with them, win! content isn't any better, they're not better in work, their workouts aren't any better, they're just taking action because they're feeling the fear, embracing failure, using failure as learning experiences and going ahead anyway. The time is going to pass anyway. So first off, recognizing that you may be afraid to fail and recognizing and being really honest with yourself throughout the day in ways that it holds you back? Did you stop doing something or did you put something off because you were afraid? And how can you go about changing that? And just like the last one, the very first step is to become really aware of it and notice it. I went through a phase recently of noticing a big time with myself, with content that I wanted to put out. I noticed myself saying, oh God, no, I'll do that later. And then I questioned that thought. I was like, Jessica, why do you want to do that later? Oh, because I'd be afraid it wouldn't be good now. Oh my God, afraid. Fear of failure. (laughs) Fear of failure, fear of not being good enough, fear of your content being bad, fear of you putting something out there and it not helping people 5,000%, so crazy. Um, to to be afraid to fail, afraid to put something out there um, that mightn't work or be good or being perceived as being good. I mean, who cares? Where's all this pressure coming from? <laughs> um, another one to watch out for is perfectionism. Really high standards in yourself. Validating yourself based on how much you're getting done. Getting overwhelmed because you want to do all this stuff so well that you become really overwhelmed and burnt out. Are your standards too high? Do you feel bad when you don't meet every single thing to the standard that you wanted to? Do you ever find yourself doing nothing because in your head nothing is better than producing something bad? Perfectionism is really, really common. And sometimes I think we can think perfectionists are just people who produce everything to the highest standard. Whereas actually, perfectionism can be the person who does nothing. Because there's so many different elements coming in. Well, I'm, I'm injured, I can't work out to the highest standard, so I'm not going to get my exercise in. I can't go for a 30 minute walk, so I'm not going to go for a 10 I can't produce this amazing essay so I'm going to do a really bad job or or do none. And it's this expectation, it's this high standard on ourselves that holds us back. Whereas what would happen if you lowered your standards, took action and learned as you went along and you learned on the job and you learned through experience? What could happen? That thing that you've always dreamed of doing. What would happen if you just took a small bit of action in the right direction? Maybe you're somebody who gets obsessed with learning. I do that. I must read this, learn that, study this. Okay, start implementing it. God, no. Implementing it? Are you joking me? I wouldn't know where to start. <laughs> Perfectionism at its best. So noticing if your own standards are getting in, the, uh, in your way. And first off, noticing if they're getting in your way. And second of all, how are they impacting your life? How are they impacting what you're producing, the action steps that you're taking? And doing a little journaling about that might really help you. Fear of change is the last thing that I want to discuss with you. Um, we all can think of change and fearing changes like big life events, like our kids getting older, empty nest. But sometimes fearing change can be to do with success. What would happen if I was trim and healthy? What would happen if I changed as a person? What if I didn't get on with anybody anymore? What if my circle of friends changed? What if I got really successful? And it's these little subtle things in our subconscious that we really need to be careful of. And That's where self-sabotage comes in, pulling back if you think you're doing well. And have you ever noticed that you've pulled back when you're doing well? Noticing it is enough. You don't really have to understand it. Noticing it is enough. Now ask yourself now, listening in right now do you fear change? Have you ever in the past year started to become really good at something and then pulled back and not known why? And that simply could be a huge fear of change. So I want to give you a couple of little tips based around changing your mindset and just on that fearing change. Um, One thing that I, I learned there recently that I just loved was control the controllables so that you can embrace change. So nobody wants everything to be uncertain. But if you want to succeed in something, you have to embrace change. So if you have a lot of change, uncertainty going on because you're progressing and growing and when you progress and grow that brings a lot of change and uncertainty to be able to handle that uncertainty have a few things in your life that you can control for example exercise walks drinking water healthy eating journaling and if you have a few things in your everyday life that you really can control it's going to help you embrace the uncertainty and the fear of change around some of the stuff that you're working on. And it's going to help you feel really grounded. So you're going to get that lovely grounded, centered feeling from controlling your controllables, which is going to allow you to have that uncertainty and change in those other areas of your life that you're working on improving taking a step back every day and doing a little bit of meditation, a little bit of affirmations, a bit of silence. And I I do this with my clients all the time in my Thrive Time, 10 minutes every day to sit back, focus on how you're feeling, focusing on the bigger picture of your life, allowing yourself space and time to heal and soothe to get rid of the negativity, to let go of things you need to let go of and to bring in that positivity and certainty and feeling, feelings of being grounded and centred can really help. That's because every day you're giving space and time to checking in on yourself. So things that might have gotten out of control previously, for example, your inner critic getting very noisy and loud, you're checking in on that every day and you're noticing it before it gets too big and too out of control, which can be um, very helpful. And I know I've mentioned a few times that it has completely changed my life uh, meditating, uh, doing that Thrive Time. Journaling can be a really excellent one too, a s- few minutes every day, journaling how you're feeling, why you're feeling it and working, doing a little bit of work on what you can do to change your mindset around things, around the positivity, negativity, focusing on your solutions, giving oxygen, talking, saying this is my problem but then moving straight on to okay how can we fix this, how can we fix this. Really with everything that I've discussed with you today It all comes down to noticing what's going on with yourself. Asking yourself why that's going on and then coming up with a solution. Oh wow, yes, I'm really negative. I've noticed that I'm so negative and it causes me to worry and get anxious and get stressed out. Okay, that's brilliant that you know that. So what small changes can you do in your day to help you become more positive? Okay, well, I can get off my phone first thing in the morning. When my inner critic thinks a negative thought, I can challenge it, confront it, and come up with an empowering alternative. And over time, I'm going to silence and and quieten that inner critic, that over-complainer. And I'm training my mind to see more of the positives and to take challenges head on, and to embrace change, and to embrace failure, and to embrace the imperfect, the imperfections of the stuff that I'm putting out there. So food for thought today, my friends. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. For more podcast episodes, you can subscribe to my podcast on Spotify Um, or Apple or wherever you get your podcasts and you can go to jessicacook.ie where there are lots of free resources there to help you on your journey. All my love. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode and you must let me know by getting in touch. Don't forget you can head on over to jessicacook.ie where you'll find lots of free stuff to get you started on your journey.